What's going on, everyone? We're here with episode number one of the Storm in the Beach podcast, talking about all things great and garbage from our sports viewing this week, uh, and potentially last week, uh, given the actual recording of episode number one is disappeared into the ether of the internet somewhere. Thank you, Keelan. I'd like to thank Steve Jobs, um, <laughs> the inventor of the iPad, for uh, my mistakes. Thank you. Definitely his fault. Probably. Probably his fault. Let's let's blame old Steve-o, shall we? What's he going to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> Great point. Uh, my name's Isaac. I'm here with Matty and Keelan. G'day. Uh, we're How's it going? To hopefully entertain you somewhat, uh, talk a lot of shit, and just have a bit of fun with the sports we love the most. Um, I'll throw over to Matty, do a bit of introduction, and uh, talk about your, your favourite sports and your favourite teams. Uh, hey, how's it going? Uh, my name is Keelan, and I live at... <laughs> <laughs> at least get my address right if you can <laughs> pretend to be me. But all we'll, right. edit, we'll edit this out. Yeah, surely. What was the question, Mr. Chairman? <laughs> uh, Matty, would you like to introduce yourself and the teams you support and the sports you follow? Um, what's going on, everybody? I love the NBA through and through. Basketball is my sport, but uh, going through all the codes, NBA, love the Celtics, represent Boston. Don't rate their NHL team, though. However, I go for the New York Rangers, a little bit controversial. Uh, Very. Down to AFL, North Melbourne. Um, <clears throat> we haven't been good, but uh, I'm hoping things will start to turn around this season. So far, not looking good. I <laughs> <laughs> won one. A uh, bit of a rough start. NRL, also Storm. And uh, yes, they've been good their entire career since they were formed. But I grew up and was legitimately born in Sunbury, Victoria. That might be a little bit too much information. Birth certificate, please. <laughs> <laughs> but I can claim them. Not a bandwagoner is what I'm getting at. Born into it. Moulded by it. <laughs> <laughs> Keelan, what's going on? I am indeed Keelan. Uh, big football fan. Um, what sort of football? Football. Um, Liverpool Football Club. Soccer, if you will. The game with the feet and the balls. Yep. Yeah, the the <laughs> football with the foot and ball. Um, AFL. Uh, Hawthorne. Um, I don't have to explain why I'm not a bandwagoner with them anymore. Um, given their <laughs> recent run of form. Um, I was getting questioned in 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 a certain couple of years. Um. But that is long gone. Uh, NBA, massive bandwagon fan of the Golden State Warriors. Love me some Steph Curry. And uh, NHL, the Rangers. So Lovely. Where are at we? least Matt makes one good decision. <laughs> I'm known to make a few. Alleged. Oh, right. well, <laughs> over to me. I think number one sport for me is probably AFL uh, with the Sydney Swans and a bit of a homer with the Gold Coast Suns as well. Mm. Follow the NRL but don't have a team. Mainly just for tipping purposes. Uh, love the NBA. Oklahoma City, my team. Uh, shout out Josh Giddy, the guy. Yeah, fair. Uh, and NHL, ice hockey. Uh, on the St. Louis Blues and the Carolina Hurricanes there. Hopefully, both teams could make a good run this season. Fingers crossed. Postseason coming up. Um, all right, boys. What, what sport do you think we'd like to start with?
Surely it's actually Butcher of the Week. Oh, true. All right. Sponsored by Super Butcher. Hopefully. Pending. And pending. Um, we haven't spoken to Super Butcher yet. Other butchers are available. Yeah, we're open. But Butcher of the Week. Um, bit of an explanation of Butcher of the Week is basically uh, a person who's, you know, fucked up in the past week. In or any person facet. or team. Or, or team. Person or team. Uh, in any facet of life, for example, uh, you know, uh, Harry Maguire for Man United, down back. Uh, I would I would disagree. Um, he's never done anything wrong in his life. That is his goal, um, to step onto the pitch and make um, money and make money. And and he's swindle done a teams of cash. Job, yeah. <laughs> he's done a pretty good, pretty good job of that. You ever notice how big his head is? All brain. They say Mark it's not Rowe. the size of the head, but um, indeed how many how many folds it has. Um, and I think it might be large and smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, unlucky. So, Keelan, do you want to announce this week's uh, Butcher of the Week? Not sponsored by Super Butcher. So, runner-up yeah. for Butcher of the Week this week was myself. Um, I was making a little bit of pizza for the boys just before, um, and on my own pizza, um, after uh, noticing they, they'd been cooked, uh, noticed I did not have cheese on it. In a bit of a rush, to be fair. But, but I don't know how you forget cheese on a pizza. If there's two toppings that go on pizza, it's pizza sauce and cheese. Absolutely. Yeah, tomato and cheese are pretty essential ingredients, <laughs> Usually. I'd, I'd say. Um, and I did remember the, the tomato, so that's fine. Halfway there. But 50% <laughs> is only a passing grade. Baby steps. And that's not what we aim for here at Storming the Beach. Um, we aim for our distinctions, etc. Um, yep. I don't know. Peas make pizza. No, it's the czar, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no peas involved. Um, All right, and number one for Butcher of the Week. Drum roll from Matt when he's editing this, please. Yep. I'm assuming it'll probably be over by now. Yep. Uh, it's me for deleting <laughs> last week's podcast accidentally, um, as we alluded to earlier. Um, we recorded last week's episode on GarageBand for iPad um, and I uh, fat-fingered something and it's gone. We had the first 30 seconds and that's it. So Beautiful. Unlucky. But um, someone has to be Butcher of the Week. So glad to take out the, the very first very first award. Truly well-deserved, yep. uh, I, I think. <laughs> Definitely well-deserved. Absolutely. <laughs> Congratulations. Absolute shocker of a week. Hey? Yep. Not a good one. Stinker. Not a good one. Um, off the back of that, I think I might roll into my uh, my current shit list. Um, now, uh, uh, what's the shit list exactly? Uh, shit list is a list of people or teams, again, that have just done me wrong at some point in life. <laughs> so, started this year, bit of a gambling man myself. So, first name on the list, Devin Booker. Put money on him, can't score a point. Don't put money on him, scores 30. On the list. Simple as that. It's completely reasonable. You, yep. n- you never know what he's thinking with exactly. his, his beady little eyes. He's Next. dating one of the Kardashians, I believe. He was. Kardashians have a good starting five, actually. Yeah. Funny <laughs> enough. We can, we can come back to that later on. Yeah, it's very interesting. They've even got a bench. I, I love Chris Paul. I love the NBA. I love Chris Paul. Uh, there's a little bit of controversy around him, sure. Whether he, uh, you know, uh, quote-unquote, plays the game. 
And uh, unfortunately, he's never won a ring. One of the best players to ever play the game, in my opinion. But um, unfortunately, because of uh, Devin Booker, I hope he never does win a ring. Facts. Yep, facts. I think that's completely fair and reasonable. He's tangentially related to the shit list, which is unfortunate. So we've got Devin Booker, the Calgary Flames from the NHL. Put money on them, they lose. Put money against them, they win. <laughs> Again, gambling, but that's how you get on the shit list most of the time, to be perfectly honest. Uh, you'll sense a theme here. PSG. <laughs> Can't win a Champions League game to save their life. Garbage. Mbappe, Neymar, Messi. Sounds like a good team, doesn't it? Sounds pretty good to me. Looks good on paper. Oh, so Football's good on paper. on a pitch, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> on the list. Man United. Same reason. Sancho. Ronaldo. Tapping All the O's. Shit list. <laughs> Can't win a game. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Go again. We got the Calgary Flames a second time. They've disappointed me that much this season. They're a good team. They're just garbage at times. And then finally, new addition to the list this week is Keelan. Well done, mate. Glad we could um, get me centre of attention two segments in a row. Thank you very much. Yep, you're well, very, well deserved. Very, very welcome. Really ticking the boxes in my um, sign-on contract early <laughs> this week. <laughs> getting those, getting those end-of-season bonuses. Yeah, boys. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, I've got some hot predictions for the AFL. Interesting. For this season. I feel like we heard them last week. <laughs> uh, we did. <laughs> and you're going to hear them again because guess what? They're panning out pretty good so far. Uh, yeah, yeah, fair. Home fan here. Golco Suns playing finals this year. Well, they're top eight. Get around it. They're top eight currently. <laughs> That's bold. That's so bold. 0-1. 0-1 one, one already. 1-0. One 1-0. And oh. uh, oh. First week. You're thinking of First North. First week. I'm thinking of North Melbourne. <laughs> North Melbourne will come back, boys. Uh-huh. Everyone loves a good underdog story. Uh-huh. They have not won a game this season. They didn't win many last season either. Coco <laughs> <laughs> Suns. Finals this year. It's happening. First time in the history. Calling it now. Put the house on that. House on it. Lock responsibly. It responsibly, yeah. House on it responsibly. It's currently at $6.50 on most gambling sites. House on it responsibly. That's a good Turn return. Turn your one house into six and a half. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Next prediction. Another one of my favorite teams. <laughs> obviously, my favorite team. Sydney Swans. Ooh. Rock and rolling this season again. Top four finish this year. Buddy's going to kick... His thousandth goal this weekend. That's what you said last week. Well, sorry to call you out for it. It is what it is. We still got the win. Buddy's a team player. He doesn't care about individual accolades. That's what he just says, right? <laughs> I've always thought of the Sydney Swans as sort of uh, like a real estate agent, you know, in the sense I'm sure there's some good ones, but no one really likes them that much. Huh. <laughs> Interesting take. <laughs> I mean, he's right. Uh, uh. But also, they're not on my um, they're not on my three most hated AFL teams either. Oh, so not, not even close. Not even not close. close not even close. Port Adelaide takes all three. Every uh, game. Surely. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, yeah. I can't think of. And then GWS is fourth or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. By a considerable margin. Yeah. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah, let's just put it, it doesn't come down to goal difference, let's put it that way. Well, technically not a team, but 
Maybe Port Adelaide only take two spots and Koshi takes one of the one of the three. <laughs> Koshi has enough ego to take one spot of an <laughs> AFL team. Absolutely. He's a big... Him and Kane Corns are two huge deciding <laughs> factors for the eight of Port Adelaide. Massive factors. <laughs> Massive. Anyway, I think this season could be pretty interesting. There's a few teams in there that could do very well. A few teams that could go all the way. Mm. Um, as I've mentioned, I think Sydney can go all the way. I, I'm calling grand final attendance for them as well as a top four finish. You would love to see Buddy get a thousand goals. Oh yeah, oh, and I we will. That's, that, that's just that, good that's for the game. Inevitable at this point. It's, it's inevitable. It's just beautiful until he kicks the thousandth, right? So that's it. Exactly. Four more, and he's there. Probably happened this week against Geelong. All over it. <laughs> uh, I think Brisbane Lions could make a good run this year, barring injuries. They yeah. Got guys back. Yeah, just based on how they played last year, I'd say yeah. Yep. Yeah. Had a good season last year. Uh, Melbourne could repeat. They're looking pretty good so far after round one. They did look good. Uh, Bulldogs may get to the grand final again. Well, given the current game, um, Carlton will be saying they'll be making the final. Um, yeah, and Bulldogs true. will not. It's currently 89 to 71 time of recording. Oh, Carlton. Interesting. Is there still time? Is someone copping a phone call right now? That's so unprofessional. No. Uh, I have a feeling it's a guy that said no. It's one. I've got both my devices in front of me, bro. That was 100% you. It, it's definitely not me. It wouldn't be making that noise in my hand. Yeah, it's very no, true. No, I was looking at Matt when I said <laughs> It's it. pretty <laughs> unprofessional. Sorry for everyone listening along. It's one of our hosts, Keelan. <laughs> <laughs> I have KO open on my iPad and the AFL app open on my iPhone. No calls coming through. I'm on the bed. There's ah. no way it was vibrating like that. How can How can we know for sure, though? <laughs> Good point. He gotcha. He yeah. gotcha. We could all be butt naked in the bath together right now. We could. Please be. don't drop your microphone. I don't think that would be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would be the best sound stage, to be honest, in a bathroom. But that's okay. You didn't say where the bathtub was. Um, oh. It'd be great for it's team chemistry. Fancy above ground <laughs> team chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> For the viewers listening along, we do indeed have a above-ground brass bathtub here in our soundstage. Clawfoot. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're fancy like that. What'd you call me? Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think the biggest downside for the Bulldogs, potentially not repeating, is that they can't grind out games. They're not the sort of team that slows down games and, and plays them out to the finish. I think we saw that against Melbourne last week where Melbourne just slowed things down, took the time away. Bulldogs are a great free-flowing team, but I just don't think they've got the the grit to make it through, to beat those good teams. Um, and also, well, every commentator loves giving the Bulldogs a double wrister, so I sort of hate that as well. Just absolutely loves them every week. So, settle down. <laughs> they can't even beat Carlton. Like, well, let's, exactly. let's be honest. Oh, that indeed was exactly. mine, um, if you did hear that ding in the background. Um, <laughs> apologies. Oh, yeah. Goodness me. Goodness um, gracious. Richmond may make a comeback, although it's not looking great with yeah. the start of this year. Dusty Martin taking a few days off from, you know, personal reasons. Feeling dusty, etc. Um mm. but, you know, plenty of season to go. <laughs> they could make a make another run in lead up to finals. Um and I think Geelong probably within their last year of, you know, having a good chance. 
They got the oldest team in the league, easily. Uh, and I just don't Talking think about Gold Coast is pretty experienced. Yeah, well, you know, the thing about that is we have a bright future. We're signing all our young players, three, four, five year deals. And selling them to other clubs when they get good. Exactly. And it's great. Picks great on that picks is, on picks. <laughs> that is an unfortunate uh, thing the Suns seem to do. Yeah. Who knows? It might be in their long game. We might see finals football on the Gold Coast this year. <laughs> we will. We will indeed. Calling it. It's feeling warm in here. I'm turning the air. <laughs> turning the air on. These takes are spicy. Not that. Not that bad. Pretty pretty reasonable, if you ask me. Mm, interesting. Uh, anyone got their predictions out of those teams? Because I think those are the main, you know. I think you missed Hawthorne. <laughs> oh. Currently top eight. So, as a consensus, we go for a few shit teams in here. Gold Coast, Hawthorne, North Melbourne. Hey, come on now. Currently two of those occupy the top eight after round one. Uh-oh. North Melbourne are coming. When? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit like the old story, the uh, tortoise and the hare. Okay. All right. Well, uh, yeah. we'll see you in 30 years. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if it's tortoise and the hare, then we're talking Gold Coast. Um, True. Right. Because True. it's been, what, six seasons or something ridiculous? Or? Uh, it would be uh, 12 or more now. I Has think. it really been that long? Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, time flies. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> so, may- maybe they'll just go to the next, you know. That's a Galapagos tortoise if I've ever seen it. That go is to the grand slow. final and actually win. <laughs> Unlike GWS who went to the grand final too quick and got absolutely flogged. You know what they say about going too quick? What yeah. do they say? Nothing. Underperform. Yeah. Underdeliver. Exactly. Uh, it's disappointing. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Do we want a bit of a, a a recap of round one, fellas? I would love to hear a recap of round one. All right, excellent. Let's get into it. Uh, before I start, actually, first Falcon of the season <laughs> last Wednesday in the first game of the season between Bulldogs and Melbourne Demons. What's a uh, yeah? What's a Falcon for our North Macedonian fans? <laughs> for our <laughs> North Macedonian fans out there, Falcon is when a ball from any sort of ball sports. Hits you in the head rather than, you know, being caught or, you know, being kicked. Just unintentionally hits you in the head. So, you know, big maxi gone. Melbourne Ruckman, straight through the mitts, straight into the noggin. <laughs> Great start to the season. He's Absolutely out for three weeks uh, for a severe concussion. Concussion protocols. <laughs> yeah. no, he's all right, luckily. Um <laughs> <laughs> But always fun to see. Just a wee little bump to the head. Yeah. That's it, exactly. All right. So, let's get into it. Round one.
We had a arm wrestle at the MCG to start the season with the grand final rematch between Melbourne and the Western Bulldogs. We might have to start calling him Stephen Won't as May struggled to contain Aaron Norton who finished with four goals. Despite the astronauts' effort, Big Maxie rolled into the fourth quarter with a huge captain's goal that sent the ho- dog's hopes of revenge going, going, gone. Demons defeated Bulldogs 97-71. For the fan listening at home, it's pretty disgusting <laughs> just how pleased Isaac is with himself. <laughs> trying to contain the smile. These are, these are pretty, pretty niche jokes. I hope you're a fan of the league. <laughs> I'm very happy with myself with how this has come out. The boys are unimpressed, to say the least. Uh, on Thursday, we had Carlton up against Richmond at the G again. And uh, Sam Walshless Carlton took on the Richmond Tigers, who were trying to pounce back from missing finals last year. We even got a sighting on the rare 100-meter penalty late in the fourth. Got to love that, the double 50. But it was Patrick who was Crips walking all over the Tigers as Carlton came from behind (laughs) (laughs) with seven fourth quarter goals and Richmond ultimately ended up catching a case of the Blues. (laughs) Carlton defeated Richmond 101 to 76. How do you score seven goals in one quarter after just... So generally a goal is scored when you kick the football between the two (laughs) tall posts, Matthew. Uh, as a North Melbourne fan, you would be unaware of how those normally go. How they score seven or more, perhaps. <laughs> if that wasn't game. <laughs> so painfully accurate, <laughs> I'd probably have something better to say. <laughs> uh, with Collingwood against St Kilda, debutant Nick, start your day over because he had a shocking start to his AFL career with a mistake down back resulting in the first goal of the game for St Kilda. His name is Nick Dacos, for anyone wondering out there. Bit of a stretch. That's D-A-I. C-O-S. It works. Yeah. Sounds the same. It's phonetic. (laughs) We had Mason 6'10 and has a giant cox in his best Cyclops cosplay. And side bottom sent Collingwood fans into halftime hard as Uh. steel with a beautiful (laughs) on-the-run goal. Josh Dacos couldn't help but wrap his Lipinskis around Patrick's right foot banana for a hot start for the Pies in the third. And we keep asking ourselves how Jeremy constantly gets up for those screamers every week. But it was Pies fans scratching their heads after Butler provided a silver service tap-on for Jack Hayes' third goal on debut to give St Kilda life going into the last quarter. The Saints came marching into the fourth quarter, taking the lead early, but it was five goals to three towards the Pies in the last, and the Saints came crashing back down to earth. Collingwood defeated Rick, uh, St Kilda 102 to 85. Oh, my days. That was a good one. That was good. That, that was, was loaded. That I, was loaded. That was a tasteful steel sidebottom joke, yep. and that's not easy to do because exactly. his last name is Sidebottom. Sidebottom. Yeah. Rough start. And his first name's Steel. <laughs> <laughs> Hard life. <laughs> Pretty good looking bloke though He's not bad actually mm. Rocks the ball look nicely Suits him Alright uh, Over to Geelong v Essendon Geelong flogged him as a spoiler alert uh, Back in the glorious sunshine of the G The goal kicking Professor Hawkins Opened the scoring with the first major After getting two goals early Jeremy Cameron off worse <laughs> 
for wear with a huge marking <sighs> contest bump that saw him subbed out with injury late in the first quarter. Redmond was left red-faced with a turnover gift goal to Zach Tui at the end of quarter one. It's like watching a stand-up comedian fight back tears as he laughs, <laughs> at his own jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not bad, actually. Oh. <laughs> the Bombers ne- never got off the ground, but full merit oh. to Zach for racking up 39 disposals and forget about Dusty because Nick Martin got five pages on debut in a losing effort. <laughs> Geelong defeated Essendon. 138 to 72. Ouch. A romping. That was one for the line-to-line betters on Geelong. (laughs) They just held the wire the whole time. That's it, exactly. Uh, We crossed to a core stadium in Sydney for the Sydney Derby, where everyone was on Buddy Bagwatch for his 1,000-goal milestone. Unfortunately, unfortunately it was Luke Skyparker. (laughs) Resting on the distant, distant swamp of the forward 50, who used the full power of the force to get 21 touches and five goals. <laughs> There's no eye in team, but there is in Isaac Heaney, as he kicked two fourth quarter goals to help the Swans complete their comeback and fell the Giants. Sydney defeated GWS 112-92. to <laughs> Have you thought of going solo? <laughs> <laughs> Might not be too bad, actually. Yeah, it's probably more sensible. Get a radio gig. Yeah, you could be commentating the games at this rate. Oh, absolutely. That would be glorious. But not as, like, play-by-play. As, like, you know, uh, third-string expert on the end of the commentary panel that just chimes in every now and again. I can see you walking the sideline. I could I could boundary, for Ooh. sure. Mm. I could boundary. Normally reserved for the ex-player. But... In this case... Got you could current player. <laughs> 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 exactly. You could push BT out to the sidelines, and uh, you just turn his mic off, let him let his chin wag. We could let BT instead of roam in the locker rooms. He could roam outside the fucking stadium for once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't hurt him. (laughs) It wouldn't hurt anyone. Rumor has it he likes the smell. (laughs) But then, how will we know if the losing team needs to kick more goals in order to win? (laughs) (laughs) Those are the lessons we only learn from BT (laughs) on a weekly basis. God damn, I despise him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up to the Gabba where Daniel Houston was best on ground with 36 touches and two goals, but it was Port who had a problem containing Joe Danaher who kicked four majors, <laughs> even after giving a handball off right on halftime siren right in front of the goal. So gifted a, a confirmed goal away. The the, the Interesting. Pr- Brisbane Lions still, still got it done, luckily. <laughs> Uh, Lockie said, kneel before your king as the Lions came roaring back from 24 points down Brilliant. to send Wines back to the cellar door and Port Adelaide home with their tails between their legs. Brisbane defeated Port Adelaide 80-69. to 69. Nice. <laughs> Surprised you could contain yourself on that one, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> oh. I think I need a mute switch because I feel like I've been just nose laughing straight <laughs> into this microphone. <laughs> Oh, here we go, boys. Good feature for you two. First round matchup between Hawthorne and North Melbourne. The correct team won that one. Didn't go how I would have liked. <laughs> how do you kick five behinds two goals in the first quarter? <laughs> By being bad. Uh, oh, um, come on. You can do better than being that. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. That's real below the belt kind of stuff. Oh, sorry. I was already down. In it. <laughs> We've been down for decades. Down <laughs> below the top eight. Yeah. <laughs> It's all good. This week will be—I uh, won't be able to 
hang my hang my laurels on that anymore. I don't think so. It's all good. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Against Port in Adelaide. I yeah. Know. Well, Suns have Melbourne here, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Uh, all right. In a low-scoring affair at the MCG, Mitch Lewis and Clark started to forge <laughs> a path towards victory for the Hawks with two early goals. Jason Horn Francis <laughs> trumpeted his way to goal on debut to rally the Roos to a 21-point lead in the second quarter, but the Hawks swooped their way back to go into the half seven points down. Chad spread his wing guards in the last and kicked two goals to help elevate the Hawks over the You're Kangaroos. almost there, mate. <laughs> you can do Hawthorne it. Hawthorne defeated North Melbourne to 78-58. to 58. <laughs> Not many highlights in that one to write about. Sorry, boys. Oh, I read ahead. I read ahead and just <laughs> lost it on Chad. Spread his wing guards. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, really good. I like that Lewis one. Lewis and Clark, not bad. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's a bit of a stretch. Shout mm. out to the boys. There, uh, there's, some, um, <laughs> there's some ones for the older crowd in here later on. Uh, I don't know if everyone will get it, but I think they're pretty good. Um, over to Adelaide, where Fremantle took on the Crows in a closely uh, fought contest. At the Adelaide Oval, Ben had the keys to the equipment shed with 37 touches at the Sharon. Lockie Sergeant Schultz said, I see nothing but the big sticks as he kicked the first major of the match. <sighs> Michael Frederick kicked an absolute pearler off a volley that would have had any Manu fans <laughs> wishing they had him up front instead of fucking Pinaldo. <laughs> <laughs> He's going across <laughs> Joshua Shelley for Adelaide took over focus of the telly <laughs> by, <laughs> by putting the Crows in front, hitting five goals early in the last. Oh, this is a poet as well. <laughs> but it was, Heath, it was Heath Super Chapman who gave his best Clark Kent impression with a big fist on the goal line at the death to ensure the Dockers sunk the Crows by a single point. Fremantle defeated Adelaide, 83-82. I think we should uh, stop to appreciate... I mean, Adelaide, you know, I won't go there. It's too easy. But just how bad is the Dockers and the Crows for a sports team? That's a poor matchup. There wouldn't have been many eyes on that <laughs> game, to be perfectly honest. Sometimes uh, I forget Fremantle even exist as a team. They're garbage. They have awful jumpers. Their jumpers are somehow better than they used to be, and they're still bad. Remember when they were purple with the mm. red and the green? Yeah. Like the navigation signals? Yeah. Awful. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Worst jumpers oh. in the AFL history, I reckon. Quite possibly. All right. I can't we're... think of worse off the top of my head. No. No. That's not up even there. close. There's some alternates for, you know, special rounds for charity or whatever that are pretty bad. Mm. But that is that is up there. Dodgy. That is up there. All right. Last game of the round, boys. And the old son's got to win. How good. <laughs> yeah, let's just sit on that one for a second, shall we? We will. Just absorb <laughs> that. I'm just going to take these in as they come, these wins. They're important. Keep if your pants come. on. All yeah, right, all right. <laughs> Finished the round over in Perth. Matt Rock and Rowell was everywhere. Racking up a game high 33 disposals. Maybe or maybe not take the mark. Troll gave his best Mo Salah impression with a beautiful first touch from an Isaac Rangan between the legs tap out to poise himself for a left foot strike to start the third quarter with momentum shining the sun's way. Mm. Oh, round of applause for that one. <laughs> How good. The delivery. What a sentence. Despite their best efforts to hang on, West Coast had a gaff in the fourth quarter, allowing the Suns eight goals, leaving Jack red in the face and needing Jake Waterman to soothe their burns. <laughs> 
<laughs> Suns defeated the Eagles 107 to 80. They Thank should. you, fellas. This is a round one wrap up. This has been Storming the Beach Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's all downhill from here. Um, as we hand over to Matt. Not going to be nearly as funny <laughs> or as punny. Nothing else is prepared. Everything else uh, is indeed not written down. Please, please. <laughs> Go easy on him. I'm killing him. I feel like it, we, we should... I think we should roll into tips for round two. I was going to say that, yeah. Mm. You reckon? Or yeah, keep the momentum. Who was your favourite personal performance from Ooh. last week? Oh, that's tough. I love Matt Rowell, obviously. Mm. Um, but... Rochelle at the Adelaide Crows had five goals on debut mm. as a small forward. That's impressive. That's pretty outstanding. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. That's good. I think that's <laughs> hard, hard to beat. Yeah, it is. Um, I find it tough to pick players that don't play for the teams that I like. Fair. Is my issue. Fair. Mm. And also, I've just gone the cop out and gone Hawthorne's MVP um, for the North Melbourne game, which was CJ. Not going to try and pronounce his name? Not a chance. Okay. Um, I need to listen to a video of someone saying his name. Like an actual I commentator. Can, like an actual like commentator. Or someone like yeah. that. Yeah, like an actual yeah. commentator. <laughs> How someone is he in the box. <laughs> <laughs> BC, well, we'd love to have you on. Um, grandfathered in. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, but the man's immense. Not BT, sorry, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> um, and pending uh, injury-free season, I think he'd do quite well. He's he's definitely got the athleticism to be a good player, that's for sure. Oh, he's huge. He's huge. And he can, and he can jump. He's, yep. he's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Who's your pick, Matthew? Uh, I only managed to catch one game, and it was the Collingwood game. Unlucky. Mm. It wasn't bad. It wasn't it, bad. Nah, that's not like Collingwood, sorry. You're going to vote for Mason 610 and has a big cox? Or I believe the line is Mason 610 and has a giant <laughs> Mason played very well. With his, with his goggles? Oh, brilliant. Oh, Cyclo- I forgot about the Cy- goggles. Cyclops oh cosplay? God, Just sporting beautiful. <laughs> they Unreal. suit him. I reckon we'll have more players wear them in the comp. Yeah. I think there's a few out there that wear contacts. Yeah, fair game. Yeah, I reckon they might move to the AFL-approved goggles. As a sports person myself that wears contacts, um, I would happily wear goggles if they were more widespread in uh, North Gold Coast D-League basketball. <laughs> 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 but uh, I can't rock the sweatband and goggles if the goggles aren't more widespread in the league. Mm, uh, I see. Um, it's, it's just true. too many items on my head at once, unfortunately. Yep, yep. too many accessories. Yeah. You don't want to over-accessorise. Now, they've got to be coated in some sort of anti-fog material, right? Because you'd get hot and sweaty, and they'd just fog up on the inside. You don't want to be spitting in them every Yeah, exactly, mm. like swimming goggles. You don't want to yeah. be spitting in them and rubbing them out. And <laughs> Are we still doing phrasing? <laughs> <laughs> but surely, maybe we should... Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to... Look into it. Look into that for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to. Hold on. <laughs> please, please move on. I'll, we'll come back to it. All right, let's let's have a look at tips. I reckon. Yeah, love it. Uh, first game tonight: Western Bulldogs versus Carlton. <coughs> Thought it was going to be reasonably close. Uh, it was a coin toss, but I landed on Western Bulldogs as my pick just because they have more dudes. Basically, it's a guys versus dudes scenario, and the Bulldogs just have more dudes. Um, 
Unfortunately. Current score in the fourth quarter is 95-77 to to Carlton. Yeah, not ideal, but that's okay. Early in the season, we'll be right. Carlton may start 2-0 for the first time since 2012, I believe. Uh, which would be good for them to come back a little bit. But but I don't want them to make finals, obviously, because Gold Coast need that eighth spot. That's true. Yeah. Uh, who'd you tip, Gil, in that one? Yeah, I didn't tip Carlton. Yeah, yeah not, exactly. Yeah, like More dudes. Yeah. yeah. It, yes, the dudes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As much as I dislike the commentators, you know, I don't, jack I don't them like off every Bulldogs, week. I don't like the Bulldogs, but... Still back. Oh. Yeah, they're still a good team, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, Sydney versus Geelong. I obviously tip Sydney. It's the only way to go. But he's going to kick four and then he's going to kick six and he might even get seven goals to smash the thousand mark. And they're just going to pummel Geelong into the ground, I think. Even though Geelong had a good game last week. (laughs) Thoughts? I like neither of those teams. Well, hmm. I guess it's probably good that you're not in your tipping comp then. Yeah. <laughs> Are you not in the tipping comp? I'm not. Please join so I can fleece you of your 10 bucks. <laughs> uh, who do I tip? I'm sorry. I was really, really engaged in Mason Cox and his sunglasses. Um, it's a good look for him. So who you got? I'm sorry. I was struggling to use the ESPN footy tips app. I was mm-hmm. just clicking everywhere but the right place. Yeah. Um, Sydney Geelong. Yep. I've got uh, Sydney actually. Sorry. Good man. Um, home ground. That's it exactly. And they also, are a strong home team. Um, Six fifty p.m. start. It's a little late for the pensioners of Geelong. <laughs> True. <laughs> they're not gonna. They're not gonna travel well. No. Um, realistically, put them on a bus. Put them on a plane. They're gonna seize up. That's it exactly. Yeah. There's too, only so too much long magnesium. in a sitting position. And Makes sense. Yep, exactly. There are they're going to be one of two things, right? They're going to be tired because it's almost bedtime. Yep. Or they're going to be full because they would have had dinner two hours prior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Sydney has to be the lock. There. That th- I think it's sensible. Um, and the punters would um, back you on that. Uh, the odds are indeed in Sydney's favour. Slight favourites. Yeah, slight. Get a bit of return there though. Dollar seventy four at bad. the moment. Not bad. Decent return. Uh, Collingwood Adelaide. Who do you like? Uh that's a trick question. Because I picked Collingwood, but I don't like him. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Caught um, you. But you know, I did pick Collingwood. I did pick Collingwood no. also. They seem like the stronger team there for sure. Yep. Yeah. They played well. They early. did play well last week. Probably one of the better games. Like, they're looking in form compared to last season mm-hmm. where they would just fall to pieces. Yep, exactly. And Adelaide somehow let the game go last week against Fremantle. They should have won that at home easily. Uh, so, Collingwood should actually just smash them, my prediction. Uh, Brisbane, Essendon. I pick Brisbane. I pick Brisbane. Um, I think that's the sensible choice. It's in Melbourne, but I don't think I've seen anything, you know, that I like out of Essendon, really, so far. Brisbane is rolling from last season, rolled into week one. I think they're, I think they're the good. Uh, Port Adelaide Hawthorne. 
Interesting one for you. Head versus heart. Yeah, so the odds are very heavily in Port's favour. Yep. A dollar thirty to three dollars fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I picked Hawthorne. Mm. We're talking about a team that's currently third on the ladder <laughs> against a team outside the top eight. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm. This, this, Some ladies may and say gentlemen, there's only been one round. Is what you call data manipulation at its <laughs> finest. I do my own research. Okay. And uh, facts don't care about our feelings. Facts don't care. One of these teams is currently higher than the other. <laughs> Simple. But as they say, football is indeed played on the pitch and <laughs> not in Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> I um, would personally love to see Hawthorne beat Port Adelaide. I would love nothing better to see Port Adelaide be Wooden Spoon. Oh, I a man hate, can dream. I wouldn't hate to see Port Adelaide lose this week. I wouldn't hate it at all. It wouldn't <laughs> be good for my it. tip. Keep but in I mind, um, big man Ben McAvoy's coming back. Same with Luke Brost. Those are two Ooh. big ins for Hawthorne, actually. Yep. That's actually pretty good. It's Very not going to sway my tip, but... <laughs> I, yeah, look, I, I, th- I think, I, I think <laughs> you should tip Hawthorne. Yeah. No, nah, that's sensible. I mean, obviously <laughs> the... <laughs> Folded like a wet napkin. <laughs> sports, sports bet is probably aware that these two players are coming back, um, and has factored that into their odds. Um, and, and it's still three dollars fifty. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but you know, could have some magic happen. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's it's a win-win scenario: win your tip or win a moral victory with a Port Adelaide loss. Ah, we got someone selling car insurance at the window. Excellent. There's sorry. a gecko on the window. We can cut that out. It's funny. I thought it was funny. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On to the next game. Saturday night. Gold Coast versus Melbourne on the Gold Coast. I have a controversial pick. <laughs> Gold Coast notoriously hot starters. I have tipped them to beat Melbourne at home. There's going to be a strong showing from the home crowd after a good win over in Perth. There's a certain feeling around the club, around the members. Uh, message from the chairman. He's very supportive of the boys at the moment. I'm tipping Gold Coast just to get up on pure energy alone. Uh, just backpedaling a touch. Why did you not pick Hawthorne? It was because they were $3.50 <laughs> to win, right? No, 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 no. So, no, no, so no, Hawthorne no, no, are three fifty no, no. to win, and so are Gold Coast. Yes, yep. but I would take... The line being, you know, the handicap plus points for Gold Coast to win over Melbourne, <laughs> over the Hawthorne line any day of the week. Okay. Gold Coast just have more guys on the up and up than Hawthorne do. Easily. Hawthorne have more dudes. Eh, Ooh. debatable. I don't think they do. Hawthorne are at a weird spot where they've got a bunch of guys aging out. Ben McAvoy, Luke Bruce, and a bunch of guys oh. coming right into the league. And... You know, Tom Mitchell, who's Tom Mitchell, the new Gary Ablett, and just tried and plays by himself, more or less. Just racks up disposals yeah. with little impact on the game. So, Chad Wingard. <laughs> Chad Wingard. Shipped in. Sicily. Sicily's okay. An annoyance to most players. Decent part of the world. Um, But yeah, I'm on, I'm on Gold Coast. That's what my tip's on. Okay. So I could have a heartbreaking Saturday night. Potentially. Tip losers and book it in seven p.m. Saturday Could night. Happen. Uh, if Could you hear happen. anyone crying on the Gold Coast, it's Isaac. You um, may hear me anywhere on the Eastern Seaboard. <laughs> 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 I 
I picked Melbourne, in case you were wondering. Um, uh, not surprised. Yeah. Not surprised. Because I've already picked one stupid outlier yes. um, this week. So I, prob- I, I decided pick- to keep it sensible with Melbourne. Pick an upset. Yeah. All right, Maddie. we've got North Melbourne versus West Coast at Marvel Stadium in Melbourne. I hate the name, but I'm hoping the boys get up. It's interesting because we've had a big odd swing here, actually, since this afternoon when I put my tips in. Mm. West Coast were favourites to win, and now North Melbourne are. By $1.70 to $2.10. Is there some news we missed? Oh, I, I don't know. Maybe, probably yeah. team announcements came out between um, oh, they would have. then and now. Yeah. Um, so there must be some big ins, potentially, or some big there outs. Is, there was a big in for North Melbourne. Who have you got? I remember seeing on the train. Yeah, who do you remember seeing? Uh, I don't remember. Aiden Bonner, Jared Pollock, Josh Walsh, Kyron Hayden, Paul Curtis. Uh, Jaden Stevenson omitted, Ben McKay injured. Probably Pollock is probably the big in for North Melbourne. He's pretty yeah. handy. Um, I don't understand how Pollock made it into the AFL, to be completely honest. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Kill him, dude. Far out. Interesting. Well, you didn't watch as many North Melbourne games as I yeah, did. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't, but still, hey, jeez. We've probably got, uh, you know, six in one hand, half dozen in the other in regards to ins and outs for West Coast. So a we've lot got of, a lot of outs. Yeah. We've got Jack Darling, Liam Ryan, uh, Luke Shuey, Tim Kelly in. But then we've got Jack Redden, Josh Kennedy, Tom Brass, Zach Langdon out. So Ooh. that's pretty even, and I'd say yeah. just I, the fact that they've gotten rid of Barras down back and Josh Kennedy up front is the reason why odds have swung there. And they're all out on the HS protocol, which for the viewers at home is indeed uh, the handshake protocol. Um, they failed the handshake test in training. Um, sloppy handshakes, just wet fishes all around. <laughs> um, and so they were dropped. Not firm, no eye contact. Absolutely no eye contact. <laughs> if uh, if Cunnington is in, and especially Zerha, as uh, in the forward line, with Abras as mentioned, um, yeah, I do believe North Melbourne probably could do some harm to them. I think you've actually swayed me. To I, w- change I would my change to North Melbourne. So, I would change. Uh, North Melbourne didn't look great last week, but but they were playing against one of the best teams in the league last week. So that is. <laughs> <laughs> But you also got to remember, West Coast lost to Gold Coast last week. On the Gold Coast were on the road. They lost. Gold Coast went in into their home, took their lunch money, left and beaten. Yeah, and but you're saying Gold Coast are one of the best teams. Though. No, no, so no. I wouldn't. I'm saying they're one of the eight best teams. I'm not saying they're the best team. Oh yeah, they'll well, make finals. But North I'm Melbourne or West Coast are top eight teams anyway. So exactly. Um, Hypothetically, if we were to pretend that AFL was played in halves. And the first two quarters were a complete game. North Melbourne looked quite good last week. Came absolutely booming out of the gate. Yeah, all right. Here's a trophy. Couldn't find the middle stick. Hypothetically. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your point. But yes, just, I would consider... Just let me have this. I would consider changing your tip to <laughs> North Melbourne. I did. I have. Yeah. Um, so, probably... Uh, look, if I... I hate changing my tips, but also you gotta you gotta play what's in front of you. Yeah, there's nothing worse than changing your tip and getting it wrong, though. Yeah, exactly, exactly. If we go down, we all go down together. Especially if you if, if you tip your team, and then you change your tip 
to tipping against your team and they have some amazing win. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. Um, Never tip against your team. Heartbreak. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't tip against them. Beautiful. Um, Uh, GWS versus Richmond. I'm on GWS. Really? I'm on Richmond. Yeah, I like Richmond. Yeah. What, what swayed me was potential for Dusty Martin being out. Richmond got well, beat by Carlton last week. They might, yeah, but Carlton are allegedly playing pretty well. They are. <laughs> <laughs> um, as all the uh, bloody Carlton fans were saying midweek, they will be in the grand final this year, um, which is indeed a hot take. Uh, I'm just looking for the team news. I'm struggling. I'm so sorry. I reckon... Yeah, it's. I don't think it's going to be confirmed that he's out yet until uh, game day. Jack Rewalt's out and Presti is out though. Yeah, their, yeah, mid, their yeah. midfield is not looking good yeah, in ouch. Richmond. Yeah. <laughs> and Giants midfield is actually pretty decent. The only out that uh, GWS have uh, is just someone getting managed. Yep. Because they, you know, whatever. All right. Another tip changed. Good thing we're doing this uh, before the majority of the games have begun. That's it. You're welcome. Thank you. Good scheduling planning. Um, And then the last game, Fremantle St Kilda. I hate this one. I hate St Kilda. You tip them, they they don't win. You tip against them, they win. They truly are the Calgary Flames. They are. Sounds like you chucked them on the shit list. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going on the list. I'm going to add them on the list. Hold on. They're going on the list. Right at the bottom. Actually, they'll go above you because their indiscretion was before yours. Every time St. Kilda gets added to a shit list, it makes Nick Rewalt cry. (laughs) 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 But I've only picked Fremantle in this one because it's in Perth. That's the only reason. Yeah. I can understand. Yeah. I can understand. I picked Frio and so did 86% of the people on ESPN footy tips. Yeah. Well, there you go. No. Points we have approximately... Um, 10 cents in the game difference between the two. Mm. So, yeah, um, pretty much a pick em, Pretty much even odds on that one. So, And the final tip of the week um, is which position will you take? Lunch versus dessert. And it's a Subway ad. So ah. Thank you, ESPN <laughs> 40 tips. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. How good. 75% certain there's no way to pay to get rid of these ads too. So no, there is not. I've yeah, tried. Uh, I've also got an ad for stylish <laughs> furniture and home Believe me. And <laughs> shop your way at Pillow Talk. So, shout out to them. I tried my hardest. And yeah, couldn't get rid of the ads. So, deal with it, I suppose. Um, I reckon that wraps up AFL, boys. I think we've covered it pretty extensively. Yep. Excellent. Um, NRL, other yeah. than... You know, the storm rolling as they do. Uh, two wins on the row in, in a row. 20 round one wins in a row. Craig Melody is ridiculous. Um, that's about it. And not too extensively across it, unfortunately. But um, the good teams are looking good so far. The shit teams are looking shit so far. It's the NRL. It's pretty predictable. Odds are already pretty, pretty slim for favourites, so... Not much to be made there. How much more do we have to go? Well, we can talk about NBA a little bit if you want. I'm quite tired is what I'm implying. (laughs) (laughs) That is fair. It is fair. It is (laughs) 9 o'clock. But 
think it's important to cover our MBA. Yeah. Just mm. so you can, you know, say some words. Hmm. You know. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Matty, I just want to get your thoughts on MBA, on who you potentially have winning each conference. Or each going conference. All the way. Yep. Ooh. While you think about that, I think this season the West has better teams overall with better records. Really? But the East is deeper. Yeah, I agree. The East is chock a block full of good teams that could go and, you know, give it a good run in the playoffs. The uh, West, there's some teams scraping in there at the bottom, including the Lakers, that haven't been too crash hot. Um, but there's teams that are on fire, like the Grizzlies, for example, or the Suns, that have great records at the moment. Yeah. And have been absolutely ridiculous, Insane. even despite some injuries. Um, so I think the West, you know, there's a few teams, there's a handful of teams that I think could be really good there. You know, say the top four, maybe, to the top six. I don't think Lakers, unless they get fully healthy and can sort out how their roster works, can give it a really good run this year. Um, but in the East, I could easily see, you know, anyone from one to ten giving the playoffs a good run. I mean, Charlotte might fall out of that pretty quick. Cleveland yeah. has a lot of injuries now. So they might fall out pretty quick, but everyone else, I think, could give it a decent run, and there's some teams that match up pretty well in the East. I want to get your thoughts on who you reckon will win each of those, East and West. Oh, man. Uh, in the East, I think the Bulls are looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. Really good. Um, Damar and Levine, and even... It's a shame Caruso got injured, because... I don't know how one man can have so much impact on a whole team's defense, but, man, he just really brought and elevated them. But as just a pure offensive force, DeRozan and Levine are just scary. They can shoot, score, every which way, pass, facilitate, ISO. It, it, it's just insane. Mm-hmm. De- DeMar DeRozan's out scoring almost 30 points a game, no three-pointers. It's yep. just absolutely insane. Mid-range machine. He's automatic from the mid-range. I think that's really interesting because current if current standings stay the same, they'd be up against the Celtics in the first round. That would be a good match-off. I think that would easily go to seven games. I, I'd hope so. I think the biggest difference That'd be would be... beautiful for sport fans. Yeah, I think the biggest difference would be the centres matching up there. I think mm. Bulls probably have the advantage. Oh, hands down. But... Fucevic is... A freaking, fucking, <laughs> bona fide. He's a bona fide, legitimate NBA All Star big man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think, but I think the guards match up really well there. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Yeah. No. Against undoubtedly Levine and DeRozan. That would be unreal to watch. There was a game a little while back where DeRozan and Levine may have both been out. Or one of them was out, one of them wasn't performing. I think Vucevic led the Bulls to a win with like a 30-point triple-double. It's just insane. Which sort of builds well into this season with Jokic, uh, Valachunas for the New Orleans Pelicans, mm-hmm. um, and obviously Embiid or, and Giannis. Yep. Mm. It's just... um. No, so I'm getting those mixed up a little bit. Like, 
big men are really coming back into the league. It's a big man season, which is year, exciting. Sure. But with um, with Valachunas and uh, oh man, even like Vujovic. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's so many others. Just can't remember their names at the moment. But um, I mean, even Luca, chuck him in there. Just like the European guys, like they're coming into the NBA in force, and it, it. it's just they're showing the world that just how good everyone else can play mm-hmm. and they're coming in earlier too because mm. they're coming straight from professional programs over there with Sabonis that Sabonis yeah Unbelievable. huge talent coming straight in uh, from professional programs don't have to go through the whole college system they get on a professional team when they're 15 16 years old mm. get accustomed to it play against men for years before they even come into the league they're so tough you can tell and they just play it seems like they play harder and they just they honestly seem more skillful than the american players that have you know yeah hands down sort of developed as a position whereas the european players sort of just develop as an all-around player a little bit more with the exceptions of someone like lebron james who is a freak but you can even see him developing and working on his game exactly a lot of maybe for the last decade now a lot of talented nba players not to discredit them, but it's almost like their skill set falls to the wayside uh, in comparison to their athleticism. Mm, yeah. And you can see as they get even to 25 years old, the ones that last, they just almost drop off and just become absolutely irrelevant. Yeah, exactly. Because they were, you know, athletes before basketball players. That's it, yeah. So, you know, likely good at probably any sport that they set their mind to at a younger age. But, you know, just they happen to be basketball and they're very good at it. But as soon as age catches up to them, which it does, they just drop off eventually. As uh, one of our mates that uh, me and Isaac know said, Luca could probably do both ACLs and still perform at the level that he plays at today, well into his 40s. Yep, absolutely. Athleticism has no part of... It has nothing to do with his game. He's not a fast, flashy player at all. No. He just rolls in, makes his little moves, slows down, somehow even slower than he currently goes, (laughs) works his way past a player (laughs) while going slow, somehow, matrixes his way past someone, and just gets to the hoop every time. Jokic is like your typical... Manchester United fish and chip enjoyer but stretched out to seven feet tall (laughs) and his head bobbles (laughs) and sways as he makes his way down the court. He definitely doesn't have a physique of a professional athlete, does he? And he's just averaging triple doubles Mm -hmm. every single game. He's an absolute freak and a force and if he wants to accomplish something, whether it be a pass, score, uh, I genuinely don't believe anyone can stop him Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep i think uh my predictions i think if philadelphia gets things running well i reckon they'll be hard to stop they might go all the way surely you would have to think so the biggest issue might be defense there but they do have good defensive players that aren't really offensive but that can be made up on by Embiid and James Harden yeah, yeah. easily. Yeah. Um, the problem in the East is stopping Giannis and how do you do it? Freak. Just a freak. I don't think you do. I don't think you can. 
I saw a clip today. He got a pass at half court, took one dribble, and Euro stepped his way to the hoop and mm. laid it in. Or mm. well, actually, no, he didn't lay it in. He threw it to himself off the backboard in amongst four guys and alley hooped it to himself. You just can't stop him. That's a pro gamer move, right? Yeah. That's it was crazy. ridiculous. Yeah, actually. He's a pretty lean guy. He's I, pretty I, lean. I think that's his one weakness. Try and body him. Just mm. outwork him. Because uh, I believe Memphis, for example, if mm. they were to face up, um, I can't see him getting around as easy on someone like Stephen Adams, for example. Mm. Yeah. But even yeah. even then, I, I see what you're saying. He's just like, he, he can just score the ball from anywhere. Yeah. He definitely yeah. can. But I, I reckon you're right. I reckon a big body center, like rim protector, yeah, could definitely help to keep him out and for block sure. those lanes. Whereas like he'll get past someone like a Aiton, for example. Yeah, yeah. Oh, or, without a doubt. Uh, an Adebayo in Miami. Yeah. Get but, past those sort of guys. But then Miami have Deadman. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Miami's another team. They go so deep. Miami's... Their six-man is probably one of the best top 30, 40 players in the league right now. Exactly. You wouldn't think it, but Miami's first in the East yeah. still. Yeah. Just sneaky good. They'll they'll make a decent run. I think they just match up really well with any team in the East. The only reason I don't think Miami will go... My pick would be the Bulls for the East, mm-hmm. just because... Yep. Miami just seem to struggle under pressure sometimes. Yep. Whereas DeMar DeRozan is just the complete opposite. He's one of those guys that's like missed, missed fourth quarter. Yeah. He turns it on. He craves it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see Memphis go all the way in the West. I That'd think they could. That would be so cool. They're playing really well at the moment. They deserve it too. I can't remember the last time they won. And I think other than maybe if Phoenix ever. with... Um. Mm, actually, uh, I don't know. I don't know how them and Phoenix would match up. Chris Paul is very good at playmaking. Is a problem. Other than Phoenix with Chris Paul, healthy, I think Memphis might have the most complete roster out of the West. Yeah, yeah, and and they've got the evidence to prove it. Mm-hmm. They they won. They have won and continue to win so many games without Ja Morant. Yep. Yeah, exactly. He's he's a amazing player, amazing talent. Probably hands down most improved player this season. Like, he'll get that award. Um, before he got injured, was in, say, the top six for conversation of MVP for this season. Yeah. And yet, they still won games by big margins without him, without their best player. Yeah. It's unreal. Um, yesterday I believe Trey Young dropped forty-five points on the Knicks, mm. and he actually had one of those Jar Morant-style halftime buzzer beaters. Actually, I think he did it at the end of the first quarter. Point six seconds left, full court heave down to him under the hoop, alley oop <laughs> tap in. That's so exactly cool. the same. I was like, whoa, that's Nutty. wild. Exactly the same as Jar Morant, except it was I think Kevin Herter throwing it in. So instead of Steve Adams casually lobbing it down the end of the court. It was like a full court <laughs> over the shoulder heave to get it down there by you know, a little white kid instead of a seven foot Kiwi. <laughs> but still impressive nonetheless. 
Trey Young is such a special player. When he drives in, he has 360-degree vision of just ev- the whole court. And um, to anyone, if you've ever watched water polo, he holds the ball in his hand the same way a water polo player does and just balances it in his palm right until the final second. And I can't even imagine what a nightmare that would be to defend. Mm. Right up until the final second, he can assist anybody anywhere on the floor or just lay it up himself. Mm -hmm. And there's honestly no way to stop that. He's a massive showman, which can be, you know, the bane of some people. Yeah. But, man, he performs on the big stage. Yeah. That's why I think the Hawks are, you know, sneaky dangerous coming into the playoffs. They're a cool team to watch. Like, especially, you know, obviously they played the Knicks last season in the playoffs, and that was massive. But, yeah, he comes back this week to Madison Square Garden and drops 45 on them again. Mm. He is he's a special talent. And it'll be, like, the league's going to be crazy good for years to come still with all these young guys coming through in the way that they are. Just absolutely nuts. Um, or well, other than that, did you see LeBron's triple double this week? Yes, <laughs> thirty-eight yes, points. I did. No three pointers. Uh huh. Old school. I mean, he missed four, but you know, still a triple double. Did his man Kevin Love dirty? Put him on a poster. Later that night, Kevin Love puts LeBron in Twitter timeout. I'm not fucking with this guy for 48 hours. <laughs> and LeBron is 37 years old and he got up there. Yeah. His head was above the ring. Signed when he was 18. 20 years in the league, including playoffs almost every single season. Mm-hmm. Possibly every season. And countless finals. Uh, I believe he's been to... What's his record now? Four and six? So he's been to... Maybe, yeah. Four and seven, maybe. Been to the finals, uh, you know, 50% of his career. <laughs> Pretty good achievement. <laughs> There's so many games of NBA basketball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For such a long period of time. Mm-hmm. He recently joined uh, a pretty exclusive club, of which he's the only member. So quite exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> 30,000 points, 10,000 assists, 10,000 rebounds. Mm. Do you reckon they might call that the Taco Tuesday Club in honour of LeBron? I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Special talent. Uh, He's my goat, anyway, for the NBA. I think, at this point, objectively, he's one of the greatest players of all time. I'm just fat. I'm... Absolutely floored by people that uh, just, I don't know. I don't know if it's a jealousy thing or... As soon as he gets that first spot for all-time points scored in NBA history, Mm. conversation over. It's done. Greatest of all time. You would have to think so. Simple as that. You would have to, yeah. He has to be. That's the only thing left. I mean, the Facebook comments section is filled with people who would say... Um, Michael Jordan would flatter him. Um, <laughs> LeBron's nothing. Michael Jordan and would flatten six foot eight, what two fifty pounds of muscle? LeBron James. These are things that I've actually yes. seen. It's it's ridiculous, right? It is like ridiculous. It's, it's it's actually a joke. It's just it's just old folks who don't like 
young players. These up and coming thirty uh-huh. eight year olds. Yeah, these up and coming yeah. whippersnappers <laughs> have been dominating the league for twenty years. <laughs> it's just people who preferred the the tucked in shorts, real high, whites only NBA. That's it. <laughs> what the jerseys or yeah, <laughs> those damn whites, Michael Jordan, <laughs> Bill Russell. No, I was going on a different on a different tangent there, but yeah, like Hakeem Olajuwon. <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, <laughs> and so on. <laughs> Tainting the league. <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, another athlete to have also made Goggles famous. True. Mason Cox and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Ah, one and the same. He did look a little bit silly, though. Horace Grant, though, that was a man that could pull off sports goggles. That was a spectacles man's man. <laughs> Ever I've seen one. <laughs> Ian Thorpe, man who could pull off goggles. Mm. Also very good at putting them on. Hmm. Plenty of practice. Now I I don't know personally. I don't know how I feel about Mike and and LeBron and like only one of them's got a Netflix original documentary uh, series. Well, yeah, exactly right. What the Chicago Bulls? Because it wasn't the Michael Jordan documentary. Well, I haven't. I don't know seen about you, yet. but all the footage I've seen of Michael Jordan is all propaganda because it's all his best stuff. I've been through all the footage for LeBron. It doesn't games. cover his baseball career. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Failure as a two-sport athlete. LeBron would have won a Super Bowl ring already. <laughs> the what position? Wide receiver. You reckon? Man's got hops. Just lob it up to him in the corner. I reckon tight main, end. I reckon mean tight end. Mean tight yeah, end. Yeah, like actually. Um, Huge mm. on the blocks, but yeah, just a little, you know, short mm. check down to the tight end. Just lob it up to him. He's grabbing it. Yeah, no one, no one. You would have to think so. Mm. Just mm-hmm. palm it with one hand. Maybe not now. Easy. Like he's thirty-eight, but like, mm, true. Mm. You know, like, true, true. He's not. He's not leaving now and then coming back to the NBA, <laughs> is he? Well, well. <laughs> sports science has come a long Maybe. way. <laughs> Might go to golf and then come back. <laughs> we know about NBA players playing golf. <laughs> Shout out, Charles Smith. Isn't it Charles Barkley that Charles has Jasmine. the world's worst golf swing? <laughs> his swing isn't smooth. I'll give you that. Yeah, but his head sure is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get him all the down. <laughs> Mans was bald when he was like twenty years old. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he committed early though. <laughs> straight for the straight for the buzz. No, but but LeBron is my goat, anyway. Well, he was. If you were like in your twenties, early thirties, he was your Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. essentially. Exactly. Uh, a lot of us, we were probably ten years old or something when Mike was pretty much out Done. of the league. Yeah, exactly. the The only point I'll concede that Michael Jordan had better than LeBron James was his college career. Mm. That's because LeBron was taken straight from high school, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and still dunking on NBA adults. Still school and grown men. Yeah, I always thought that was cool about LeBron. In his mm. debut game, he just like lit it up and yep. dunked it on people in the NBA, where usually uh, Kobe Bryant, for example, had an absolute stinker of a debut game. Mm-hmm. Stunk it up. Yep, exactly, exactly. But yeah, I reckon West, for me, Memphis or Phoenix... Currently one or two seed. I think the other teams are too beat up currently, lacking the personnel mm. to make a real deep run. You know, if 
LeBron wants to score 50 points a night, he will. And he's going to turn on LeBron, you know, zero dark 30 mode in the playoffs, which he does every year. <laughs> and he's ridiculous. You know, if they get into the play-in, great. They're pretty much in, guaranteed in, more or less. It'll yeah. be interesting to see who they get matched up against because it'll likely be the Phoenix Suns. Ouch. Um, <laughs> which is tough. Yeah. But if those are two healthy teams, that'll be a that'll be a good series. series. Yeah. That'll be a really good series to watch. But I think one or two currently takes it out. Phoenix or Memphis in the West. But the East, I don't know. Chicago up there. Miami up there. Uh, Bucks on their best day up there. Boston's rolling. It could be so many teams over there. It's real tough over yeah, there. Yeah, undoubtedly. Yeah, for sure. Um, anything else you want to touch on, boys? I'm very tired. <laughs> At the uh, old age of 27. Mm-hmm. Yep. Our resident grandpa, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and there goes my tip. I knew I was going to regret switching. Carlton won by 12 points. Yeah. Aww. I thought about that tip so long today. So. And I was like, yep, Carlton, Sam Walsh back. They'll be good. And then I was like, Bulldogs have more dudes. They just have more better players. More dudes. Carlton Always. haven't won a game in the first two rounds since before 2013. And this year they've won both. Mm-hmm. Finals. There you go. Charlie Curnow, five goals. Harry Mackay, four goals, one. Uh, Patrick. Cripps got like Cripps walking on him again. 35 disposals, two goals. They're rolling. Grand final attendance, maybe. Mm. Carlton versus Sydney, grand final. Thoughts? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Get in early, boys. That was a good price. Round one of finals. uh, Carlton versus Suns, who you got? Ooh. Uh, I actually think Suns have a better engine room in the middle. They have a better Ruckman, without a doubt. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think Suns could win that, depending on the placings. Depends on where it would be located. Suns at home. Suns in four. Best of seven. Suns in four, huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> we, we, we finished this uh, NBA chat. That's what I um, but yeah. Um, I mean, other than that, I don't really have anything else. Uh, EPL, two-horse race at this point. Not much going on there currently, though. Uh, no. International break, so I thought... Not well, a lot I'd, of action. I'd, I'd spare your ears this week. Yep. Um, that being said, when's Italy playing? their roster is insane, right? Go on. I've just Googled Italy. Well, that's going to be helpful. That's not helpful at all. Italy. It's probably got pictures of pizza and pasta, I'd imagine. <sighs> Italy football, in it? <laughs> so, in their group, they have North Macedonia themselves. Shout out our boys in North Macedonia. Yep. <laughs> 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 They're listening. They're listening. We're going to have to put sure. that as a hashtag or a geolocation and we're going to blow up there. It's going to be crazy. I'm going to VPN listen to our podcast from North Macedonia just so we can make sure we uh, get recommended. That's a good idea. I'll do that also. Um, So, sorry. North Macedonia plays Italy. 
and Portugal play. Interesting. Interesting research. Turkey. Portugal play Turkey. So mm-hmm. it's like Portugal's probably playing Italy yes. after that, right? Yes, like yes. It, it makes a bit of sense. Absolutely. Pinaldo, Diego Jota, Bernardo Silva up against Insigne, Jorginho, Barella. Um, the two 75-year-old centre-backs, the best keeper in the world, Gianluigi Donnarumma. Uh it's it's Tough gonna be a crazy up. game. Only one of them goes to the World Cup. Ooh, it's gonna be pretty nice. Uh, it's probably not gonna be Pinaldo and his crew, is it? Well, Italy have this thing going where they, because uh, it, it's I feel like it's difficult for international teams to get their play style like really dialed in a short amount of time. Right? Yes, correct. Like, like Italy seems to just like come on and they they do it for a while. Yeah, like they look good. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and I mean, they won the Euros, didn't they? So, mm-hmm. in form, it's the old uh, champion team versus team of champions fallacy. Exactly. Hence why you know, Pinaldo can't do anything impressive with his no, Portuguese can't. Keep team. him off. Put Diogo in the middle, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they might have a better chance. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yep. There is one of those two Portuguese players has scored the most goals in. Europe's top five leagues currently <laughs> out of Portuguese players. Sorry, that was phrased poorly, <laughs> right? <laughs> In Europe's top five leagues, the uh, the top Portuguese goal scorer is Diogo Jota. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, is he playing a weak league? He plays in the exact same league. He plays mm. for Liverpool. Mm. I see. Yes. Ah. Uh, a tap-in merchant off, perhaps. Yeah. Undoubtedly. Mm. Mm. Well, it's how Liverpool structure most of their games. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And same with Man U. Yeah. You know, get it across, four yards out, Pinaldo will tap it in. Yeah. Or he'll dive and take, you know, a Pinaldo, for example. I don't like Liverpool being thrown into this tap Liverpool. in situation. All right. <laughs> cross Bobby, it across, okay, Diego Jota, four yards out. Bobby Firmino. Tap it in. Most beautiful Mo tap-ins you'll ever see. Tap in. I've never seen Mo Salah dribble a ball in my life. No, he's like the Clay Thompson of football. Yeah, he just catch and shoot. And he spends most of the time interesting take on the ground. He sat down the entire Man City defense <laughs> in that one game, and then scored past Edison. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I don't remember that game. I don't I, remember that one. I, no, I just it. remember him converting crosses. But hopefully, <laughs> that's what happens uh, when we face Man City. Uh, April something or other, second week of April or something. In what is essentially a decider for the Premier League, unless either one of the uh, other one of the teams collapse after that as well, of course. But like let down spot after the big game, you reckon? That would hurt. Mm. If, if Liverpool would, would have beat City and then lose to, oh, I think we play Tottenham after that. I'd be livid. That's not an easy game. <laughs> not Tottenham. Against, against Tottenham. Tottenham, you know, Harry Kane and Son. That's just it. You know, just those two, basically. That's all yeah. Tottenham. It's pretty tough to score past Harry Kane's forehead. Let's be fair. does take up a lot of the goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's it with the English footballers and their huge foreheads? <laughs> Harry Maguire, Harry Kane. Oh, 
There's a theme here. There's a theme. Multiple Mm. themes. Harry. And their English. Mm. Interesting. 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 We might have to look into that a little bit more. Next week on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, I reckon that's it. Um, you, how quickly do you reckon you can pull up a you know heads or tails generator on that thing? I reckon we just do a quick flip heads or tails. Wait, why? For what? Know, just for something to close it off. Oh, I don't like where this is going. <coughs> All right, got the heads or tails generator open. You can call it Matt. I would so this website has actually really intrigued me. So they have Is it multiple generators? No, it's just the one generator. But it has statistics. Beautiful. Global statistics for this website. Right. Tails never fails, right? It's fifty fifty to two decimal places. What does that mean? So fifty point zero zero percent either way. So it's genuine so it has it has flipped heads. Uh, how many digits is that? This particular website has flipped heads ten million six hundred and twenty four thousand three hundred and fifty two times, mm. and flipped tails ten million six hundred and twenty six thousand three hundred and sixty five times. So tails on a slight, slight streak here. Doesn't fail. Um, but of course, being heads is due, is what you're saying. I'm saying that past results did not indicate future future results. Future results mm, in any I way. See. But as we know, the old superannuation ad. Yep, go on. Heads and tails is indeed played on the pitch, not in Excel spreadsheets. Let's flip it. Matt, your call. Heads. Oh, oh it is indeed heads. Oh, wow, hey. All right, one and zero. Good stuff. Tune in next week for heads or tails. That's it. <laughs> 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 Woo! Yeehee. Oh, you can change what it says for heads. That's Dogma. a game changer. <laughs> Gobbies or rectums. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I feel like you'd just get rid of the S and call it head. Head or tail. <laughs> Interesting. Head or rectum. Hmm. The man likes rectums. Next week we'll put the sound on too. There's sound. That's even better. Actually. Holy shit, we can flip three at once. <laughs> now you're coin flipping. Holy shit. I'm also getting an ad for Grand Theft Auto 5 download. Beautiful. You would have cut this by now. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a wrap. This is just us having a go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I yeah. dig it. Should we stop the recording? Perhaps. Mayhaps. <laughs>